This podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Enter hitched749, all one word, to get your .com domain at $7.49. Again, hitched749 to get your next .com domain for $7.49 at GoDaddy.com. You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well... It's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. And I am joined once again with our nationally recognized expert in etiquette, Diane Gotsman. Hi, Diane. Hi, Steve. How are you this morning? I am doing great. Uh, Diane is the founder of the Protocol School of Texas. And today we are going to talk about apology etiquette. So... Uh, we all screw up from time to time and that's, you know, that's life. That's living. I mean, we're not doing it intentionally on purpose, but sometimes you do things that you later have to apologize for. Uh, so we're going to talk about the best way to go about that to, to get things kicked off here, Diane, uh, what's the best way to deliver an apology? The best way, Steve, to deliver an apology is always in person. You want to be looking at the person, looking directly in their eyes when you are saying, I'm sorry. Now, sometimes that just can't be helped. You know, you may be in another state, another country, another time zone. So it's not... um, it's not unusual to apologize over the telephone if necessary, but if it's a really big damaging offense, face-to-face is always best. Okay. And what should that apology include? Well, certainly you have to mention what you did wrong. You know, when you say, I'm really sorry, that's a very different apology from, I'm really sorry I hurt your feelings. I I shouldn't have said that. I spoke out of turn. So whatever it is that you did to hurt the other person's feelings or offend them, you need to mention. And it's always great to offer a plan of action, meaning, you know, let them know, okay, I, I, I am not going to go down that road again. Or I made a mistake and I've learned from this and you can, I guarantee you that this will not happen again. Okay. You know, it's important to show remorse. When you apologize and just say, I'm really sorry you feel that way, that's a very different apology than, I'm sorry I offended you. Okay. And when you, when you say, I'm sorry that I offended you, uh, do you need to clarify what, what, what that offensive thing was that you said? Right. You know, I am sorry. You know, mention what they did. Mention what the person did. So I am sorry that I was late for lunch three times in a row. It shows that I just have poor time management skills. You know, <laughs> take responsibility. I am sorry that I'm telling you that I will be home for dinner and, and I, show, I show up an hour late and I know you worked really hard on, on the dessert or on the meal. So you want to acknowledge that you were wrong. Okay. And and when you're uh, delivering this apology, 
what are some things that you should not kind of add to your apology, not put in the apology? Well, the one thing that should never be in an apology is the word but. I'm sorry, but. I'm sorry that you got your feelings hurt, but. Because that just negates the apology. Okay. And you, you don't want to trivial, trivialize what he or she is offended by. You know, if they are upset, then that's a real offense. You know, they are feeling that way. You can't take that emotion away. And, and by trying to trivialize it, it just damages the relationship further, you know, or for that relationship for that particular time. No excuses. No excuses in an apology. Okay. And once you have given this really great heartfelt apology, um, it, I mean, can you expect that they should for, forgive you and that everything is right in the world once again? Well, there's several different elements of that question. You, you can predict the future by the past, oftentimes, mm -hmm. not always, you know, people change. But if that apology has been made for the exact same thing, over and over and over again. It's really hard to trust that it's the last time that it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So when you apologize and you, you state your plan of action, which is I'm not going to do it again, you really should make every attempt to not do it again. But on the other hand, um, you, there's not a lifetime guarantee on one apology. So if you've hurt someone's feeling, it, feelings, it might be a period of time before they can get over what their feelings are. Now, it, it depends on the, the level of that offense as well. You know, if you, uh, if you missed, a, missed a, a, a date, you know, a date night with your mate, that's, that's bad. But if you've had an affair, that's a much more egregious offense. And no, you, you should not expect one small apology to, to take care of that, that whole situation. Yeah. So, so what? What if we're not even one big apology, Steve? You know, it's <laughs> going to take more than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. So okay. Let's talk about uh, an affair. Um, I mean, yeah. Apology seems almost. Uh, I mean, yes, yeah, you you should that's apologize, the, but that seems almost trivial in that kind of a situation. That's right. I mean, that's the very least you can do. An apology in a in a serious offense like that. Uh, needs much, much more than just a, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but you're not giving me what I need. You know, that's really the uh, mm -hmm. the worst apology ever. You used but, you blamed the other person. By the way, an, an apology of any kind should not have any blame in it. Okay. But uh, let's just say there was an affair. You know, there's a lot of damage that has been done, and there's uh, there's a lot of healing that goes along with that. So certainly you have to apologize, and certainly you need to discuss a plan of action. But your life, at least for a period of time, is not your own. Your privacy is not your own. You know, if if your mate wants to wants to go with you or check up on you, you have to understand that that goes with the territory. You know, at some point in time, there's going to be healing, but not right away. Okay. And for I mean, this would obviously apply to other situations like. You know, I'm sorry I <laughs> did not fill up, left you with a car with no gas once again. I'm sorry I wrecked the car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oops. Uh, um, but I'm sure in a, in a serious offense like an affair, uh, you know, people have apologized every single day for probably years. Um, 
at I mean, is it okay at a certain point to to ask um, for forgiveness? Like, hey, you know, I, I I am sorry. It was a mistake. I would love if you could move on. Like, will you forgive me? Is it okay to to just bluntly ask? To be forgiven? Absolutely. You know, there's a, this is a whole different podcast. It's about forgiving. <laughs> it's yeah. not just asking the for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And and I am not saying that, yes, everything should be forgiven and forgotten. But in any kind of situation, it only eats you up when at some point in time you don't surrender and forgive that other person and move on. If you are really interested in healing that relationship, it's important to do the work, and that could that could entail counseling. That's, that's not just an easy fix. Whatever it is for you, you have to work on it and do the work, and the person that was, of, that was hurt has to make a conscious decision at some point in time when they see that this other person is really taking the steps to forgive and move on. That doesn't mean that you're going to forget it. That doesn't mean that you act like it never happened, but to really start this healing process you have to surrender and just say look this is he or she has made every effort to to fix the situation and and things do happen you know in life you know the perfect the perfect world is everyone is happy and no one makes mistakes and we live happily ever after but the reality is sometimes life gets in the way and we need to decide what's most important for us and forgiveness is is part of this apology process mm-hmm. absolutely and when we're talking apologies and and this will help wrap it up for us here i deliver this really great apology um how how you know how, what's what's the life expectancy of an apology how long does it last i mean if i apologize and they and we're talking face to face and they say okay i forgive you but the next day they come back and they really don't seem like they have forgiven me um well it's going to take some time and i think that's what is important to understand. We all need to understand that if someone is hurt, we just can't turn it off like we're closing a window, you mm-hmm. know, not letting any more cold or hot air in. So it's going to take a, it's going to take some time to heal, especially depending on what what the offense was, you know, how how hurt they are. So I think that we we do need to give that other person a break and and understand that look, I've apologized, but it's still that's not that doesn't mean that it automatically makes everything well. You know, we have to think about how that other person is feeling and uh, commit to understanding that other person's feelings as well. You know, there's two people in that apology, so each of us has to think of the other person. But again, once again, you know, there comes a point where we have to let it go, Mm -hmm. and and depending on what it is. If, uh, you know, if it's something... If it's something, and I don't want to say minor, but let's say, you know, I didn't make it to our son's game, baseball game, and and the spouse is upset, that's one thing. But if they're still upset four days later, uh, we have to let that go. Yeah. But if you didn't make it to your son's baseball game because you're having an affair... That's a different story. <laughs> we're talking about a whole different issue. <laughs> That's a whole different issue. That's right. And it's a trust factor. You know, you have to decide how much trust you have and how much trust has been broken. Like I said, if you're apologizing for the same issue over and over again, that's not a very sincere apology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, well, maybe in the very near future, we should definitely do one on forgiveness so we can, oh, you know, I'd love it. connect these two together. Um, but this was, this was a fantastic episode and hopefully these are tips that people won't have to use very often. Uh, <laughs> but, when, well, but when you I'm do, sorry is a character builder. We should all implement those two words into our vocabulary, but they have to be heartfelt. They have to be from your heart and not just out of your mouth, because people can tell. Mm-hmm. That is one of my, you know, this is a little bit of a tangent here at the end, but that is really one of my biggest pet peeves these days, is I just feel like people do not own up to anything anymore, and it's, I don't know why, uh, responsibility and just saying I'm sorry seems to be such a taboo thing these days and so I'm really glad that we are able to talk about taking responsibility for your actions and delivering like good heartfelt apologies for when things don't go uh you know the way you would want or thought or had hoped and that's uh, absolutely that's okay that's living like you said it's a character builder when when you're able to actually own up to something and apologize when you know that you've done something that's wrong or didn't work out that's right. And, and, and feel some remorse for what you did. Yeah. Not, not be sorry that you got caught, yes. but actually be truly sorry for your actions. That is a very great point. You know, you, you hear that uh, it's better to ask for forgiveness than for f- permission, and that's not that's what we're advocating here. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Uh, well, Diane, thank you so much for your time. It's uh, always great to talk with you, uh, so I can't wait to do this again. As always, it's my pleasure, Steve. Thank you. And I want to remind everyone, you are listening to Diane Gotsman, who is a nationally recognized etiquette expert, is the owner of the Protocol School of Texas, a company specializing in etiquette training for corporations, universities, and individuals striving to polish their interpersonal skills. Uh, You can get more information at her website, protocolschooloftexas.com, and that's all one word, no dashes or hyphens or anything. Uh, And you can also follow Diane on Twitter, at Diane Gotsman. And uh, Diane also has a Facebook page, uh, the Protocol Protocol School of Texas, uh, and you can just search for that. Um, Or you can find all this information on pitchedmag.com. Uh, you can also find uh, the, her Facebook page, Diane's Facebook page, on uh, the Hitched page. Uh, we, we're connected there, uh, and that's facebook.com slash hitched. And uh, if you can't remember this, you can go onto Twitter and just shoot me a message. I'm at Hitched Media. So uh, one last time, Diane, thank you so much, and I uh, look forward to doing this again soon. Same here. Okay, take care, everybody. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian, I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.